Hello, hello, hello. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Shine. And today I want to talk about the disparities with treatment of our children. And not just our children, but people, human beings. Um, I have had the unfortunate experience of witnessing and being around Caucasian people of influence. And what I mean of influence, I mean teachers and principals and directors yelling at black boys at the top of their lungs. And it made me feel horrible and it's heartbreaking as I think about it and I analyze this. And so in this current climate where George Floyd was murdered on live, Facebook Live on live television by a police officer who had absolutely no human connection at all in his face and people filming and around did nothing to try to stop what was happening. They just filmed it. And then we are in the middle of Ahmaud Arbery's case where people are getting away. The Caucasian white people who murdered him in cold blood chased him down, hunted him down like an animal um, are getting away with that. And then, of course, we have George Zimmerman who got away with murdering Trayvon Martin, and then those police officers who got away with murdering Breonna Taylor. And it's just, the list goes on and on. It happens every day, all day, and it does not look like it's going to stop. Yes, we had a black president, and yes, we have a mixed um, female vice president now, but what has changed? Nothing. The young lady, the police officer who broke into the man or walked into that man's apartment and, he, and she broke in because she wasn't invited in into his own home um, brothel and she killed him in cold blood and was given a hug by his brother and by the judge. Then we have the other murderer who walked in the church. Um, shot up those people, murdered them, and was taken to get something to eat at McDonald's or Burger King or something like that. It's so ridiculous. I don't even remember the exact restaurant. And then we have January the 6th, 2021, when the, the then-current president, Donald Trump, um, was a part of, orchestrated, condoned and awarded and applied the um, destruction of the White House. Uh, I am just overwhelmed and overcome with disappointment. I actually witnessed a teacher, a uh, Caucasian woman 
yell at the top of her lungs at a fifth grader, fifth grade black boy. <laughs> um, she was so loud that though I was further down the hall, it was piercing to my ears. And to add insult to injury, there were three other class classes, different ages, fourth grade and fifth grade students in the hallway. She was so loud that a teacher in another hallway came down to see what was happening. Not just one teacher, several. All of the students were looking and the teachers were looking and it was a tragedy. Completely humiliating this child, this minor. It didn't stop there. The principal of the school came into the classroom and started yelling at the top of his lungs at some black boys and continued further by calling out a young black boy. And I'm not sure what grade he was in, possibly third grade, made him stand up in front of all of the kids who were sitting there, different grade kids, because it was... It was time for, they were doing car line. So all of those kids that were out there for car line from kindergarten up to fifth grade and just completely berated and humiliated this boy. This is the principal of the school to a child. People, what is going on? How long are we going to continue to be in a world where black people are treated like nothing, nothing. Because animals, people will stand up for them. They will say, hey, you can't leave your dog there um, in the car. They will take their dogs, their animals to, um, what was it? It was something, the Autumn Fest, where people have food outdoors. Like there's food out there. I was disgusted, disgusted. When I went to um, a, a, a food stand that I was familiar with, um, and the young man had a dog over there, and I said to him, "Sir, I was my mouth was watering when I saw the sign, and it was when I saw the sign, and I was familiar with that particular um, company, and I had, uh, you know." Supported them before and it was delicious. And I ran, like I made my way to find them, stood in line and waited, only to be disgusted to see a dog there. And his nonchalant attitude was, well, this is a part of my family. Sir, a dog, a cat, any type of pet near food is not FDA approved and who wants to do that? If you're okay, and, I, and I'm so sorry to say this, but I will not be supporting that. Um, I just, I won't be able to support them ever again because that memory is pierced and etched into my brain. But what type of world are we where people will protect and care about an animal more than a human being? I mean, people take their animals out to this um, event where there's vendors with food everywhere. 
And then there's dogs. And you know what dogs do. They shake. When things are on them, they shake them off, which means that their dandruff and their hair goes everywhere. People don't stop to think about that. That is unsanitary and is completely disgusting. However, they are still more respected and seem to have more rights than black people, black boys, black women, black men. I, I, I remember working at this um, the Christian academy there and that director, the principal of that um, academy yelled, didn't just yell, but she got down and got in the face of these black boys and yelled at them at the top of her lungs, completely humiliating them. And she did it in front of the entire school. And you know what? She was absolutely wrong with what she was yelling about. She was wrong. And an apology never changed that. Those kids never looked at her the same. They never trusted her. They didn't even want to be around her. And I noticed that the little boy would flinch. One or two of them would flinch every time she came near or around. They felt so uncomfortable. They did not like it. And then, to add insult to injury, saying negative things about their teacher who protected them and they loved. I never, ever yelled at them. I have been in the childcare industry for over a decade, and I've never, ever raised my voice. I don't even raise my voice if people are adults. If you're not listening, conversation over. But at the top of your lungs, yelling at a minor, at a child, I just, I'm completely disgusted by it. And the question is, what will be done? I know nothing will be done, but what should be done? What should be done is that these children deserve to be treated with dignity and respect, just like any and every other child. What If you would not do that to a blonde-haired, blue-eyed child, then don't do it to a dark-haired, dark-skinned child. That should be the standard. And until we get into a place where black people will stick together and stand together and speak together, we will stay stuck. I've noticed how this um, uh, lesbian, uh, trans, I don't even know all the letters of this community continues to grow and grow and grow. They are standing together. They are sticking together regardless of what other people are staying at the door and they are closing stuff down. They are changing things. They're changing laws. I, my personal thought about it is I am completely perplexed and I don't understand it because those are choices. Your sexuality and what you do with your body, if you choose to have sex or not have sex, is a choice. The color of your skin, however, is a not a choice. That is not a choice that one can make or has made. So one should not be penalized or praised for a decision that they had nothing to do with. That makes no sense whatsoever. And until someone finally, until we finally get that, get a system that says, we even we, they talk about civil rights, the civil rights movement, but it, it means nothing. EEOC means nothing. 
HR don't trust them. The standards of ethic and moral morality are in the toilet. There are none. There are none. There shouldn't even be a discussion about sexuality in school at, at a young age. A child at five should know nothing about um, sexual intercourse. That's just my personal viewpoint. Because as soon as you start giving them that type of information, you've exposed them and introduced them to a world that they can't ever go back from. That really is disturbing. And it's killing their innocence. But let's not digress. The point of the matter is, I'm tired of it. And then I was watching the an episode where a Spanish guy said, you know, what I noticed, and, and he's a police officer, he said, if it's a blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl, then there's Amber Alerts out there, there's Cold Adams, and, and the SWAT team is out, and they call for the National Guard. But when there is a minority, a Spanish child missing, black, Spanish child, anybody who's not blonde with blue eyes, then there's no mention. There's no support, nothing done. That's a shame. Every person is a valuable life and should be treated as such. Well, that's my heart bleeding. And um, I thank you for listening. I thank you for tuning in. And I hope and pray that we can get better. But times look like they're coming to an end. Things are blowing up everywhere. And the signs of the times are in revelations are being seen and heard and felt. So make sure you take the time to take care of yourself and love yourself. Receive all of the love and all the blessings that you have the capacity to receive. And when it feels from the bottom and goes all the way to the top of that, it Fill you up. And when it bubbles over, don't let it bubble onto the floor. Bless somebody else with your overflow. Cyber kisses and virtual hugs. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Saturdays with Sean.